The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Hey, welcome back to the show, Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock. Joe Gilroy uh, from Off the Ball with me now. Uh, I guess the big sporting event this weekend, the rugby. Oh yeah, this is this is a, after like, a one week hiatus. How did we survive? You're surely going to this game. This is the time where you the, the bandwagon is up and rolling. It's safe to get on board. Got you the know. sheepskin coat out. Yeah, dusted and, it off. And the Ireland jersey, and, and uh, you've downloaded the lyrics to uh, Ireland's Call, and you're ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready for it. I am psyched. Uh, the boys in green. Or no, that's the football team. What do we call these ads? The guys in green. Yep. The guys in green, the team of us taking on the Welsh. Uh, I think we're going to win this game. I'm Andy? Gonna, where the spread is 22 points. Really? Yeah. Um, Wales have kind of written off, though, this tournament, haven't they? Warren Gatlin's playing a load of young lads. He's basically transition. It is complete transition for them. They have been slightly better in the two games for a half than we expected. So I, uh, a lot of people might not have watched the Scotland... Wales game, Scotland killed them, 27 points up, and then Wales got back to a single point and then started to realise they might be able to win the game and couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, now, so do you give them credit for the Furious comeback or do you ding them for the first half? And he made a lot of changes in fairness, so I think he's got a more settled team, played well against England. How good England are, it's hard to tell. England are transitioning to try and do something slightly different than just be the boring side they are. Still very boring though. So... Um, it's possible Ireland are just 20 points better than all the teams in the tournament this season and not not winning each game by 20 points will be a disappointment really there's a strong possibility well we're just at a different stage we're picking our full team um, we know exactly who our full team are our coaches have been there for in some cases 8 years they're fully embedded everybody knows what they're doing everybody is fit largely with the exception of Hugh O'Keenan and Mac Hansen for this game and so we're very strong. They're not very strong. Yeah, there's is. Would I be right in saying that there feel it feels like this is the least or the lowest level of excitement before a Wales game in probably ten years? Yeah, even last year, um, we had the fear of what Warren Gatlin might be able to but do. But there was years where we kind of had were eyeing grand slams, and it was Wales who kind of who who upended it. We uh, had a proper rivalry with Wales all the way back to yeah. like day one one out of nowhere in oh five, I think. I want to say, um, or was it oh seven? But certainly, uh, they they stopped us um, a couple of times, and then eventually we beat them with a drop goal from Ron Gara in two thousand. Yes, and then they knock us out in the World Cup subsequently. And that's our great. That was our and there's the Warren Gatland subplot and all of that. So. Totally, like Gatland is is uh, always happy to remind everybody that he was stabbed in the back by the IRFU, and that we picked Eddie O'Sullivan. And if you were to put the two careers side by side, Warren Gatland is one of the all-time great coaches, successful Lions tours, uh, European Cup winner, Grand Slam winner, and Eddie, you know, won a couple triple crown. Yeah, yeah, a couple of triple crowns. Yeah. Doesn't compare, but I mean, it was better than what came before in Ireland. It was. Let's but, not. Let's not there's, completely there's, do Eddie down. There's a really interesting. Um, but I, really interesting. I like, why didn't we? Why didn't we stick to Warren Gatland? You know, like, yeah. what, what was it that Gatland did that um, prevented him from being in our system? Anyway. Anyway. Long, long story. Old story. Yeah, but it just shows, I guess, how uh, boring a prospect this game is. That that's the most exciting thing about it is whether Ireland should have gone for Warren Gatland in the mid nineties. <laughs> There is a world in which this team, this this Welsh team, turns out to be uh, a gif- a gifted group of twenty one yeah, and twenty three year olds. Um, even if they are, we should still beat them. Yeah, and that's why first twenty minutes look for Ireland to put the foot on the throat and try and kill them. Um, let me ask you about the FAI. So 
you had been kind of following this yesterday and we were speaking to Shane Hannon about it. Um, it's kind of remarkable. Like, I wouldn't follow it in a, 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 to the, the same level of detail as, as you guys would. But, you know, you've got this organisation kind of that has been kind of mired in financial controversy um, and a lack of financial oversight, still up to the rise in debt. And it seems that kind of an offhand email, uh, hey, any chance I could get a bit of that? Smiley face, winky face, thumbs up emoji, uh, gets you a payout. It's kind of, it's mad, isn't it? Is it mad? I mean, it's we're talking about 12 grand that was repaid. And uh, the value of football to Ireland and Irish culture is in the millions. And really what the government and what the Houses of the Oireachtas should be talking about are the chronic lack of facilities for kids, boys and girls across the game. But they're not interested in that because it's much easier to have a row by 12 grand. That's what I think. I think this is a stereotypical sideshow. And that's not to defend Jonathan Hill. Like the performance from the FAI uh, under the questioning of this is not good. And it's obviously, it's all getting lumped in with the RTE thing. And so public faith is is not there. I think though that's... Uh, what about the millions in COVID money that was used to pay down debt? Well, was it not only 900 grand? And like, did are, are we actually going to go back and look at every single penny in COVID? When, uh, how that was, I mean, we should as a country, right? Um, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like this is a, a mad sideshow that allows the grandstanding politicians in the houses of the Oireachtas to grandstand about something when the vast majority of them do not have a track record of supporting soccer as a sport. Yeah, Soccer is the most acceptable, uh, most accessible sport. It's the one where uh, the, the best work is being done on, in, on integration, which will help with social cohesion. Them, basketball and athletics are miles ahead of the other uh, sporting bodies when it comes to having new Irish people play sport alongside Irish people. Mm. Uh, why is none of this being talked about? Why are they not talking about the fact that Talka Park is a mess, Daily Man still hasn't got funding. Well, now, to defend Gaelic games is the reason for that. And it's not just that they care more about integration. It's because their parents, they come from countries where their parents would have maybe played basketball or done athletics or played football and they can identify with it and they gravitate towards it. You speak to, I, I'm sorry, you do, you speak to the parents of like the kids who are signing up and they'll tell you, well, I kind of just, I didn't really get the GAA. I don't, I don't understand the game. I don't know what they're playing. But, you know, they're playing football down the road. I played football. I understand football. It's a global sport. I ex- absolutely accept you need to make an effort. But it comes, it comes much more easily to those sports. Yeah, and so we should be absolutely. investing. We should be investing in them right? and and helping. We should. Those but here's an alternative narrative to the one you present, and it is one in which in five or ten years' time, it turns out the FAI is still mired in controversy, and someone looks back and says, "Lads, it was red flags here." I mean, it was an absolute SH1T show for several years with Delaney at the helm. And then there was these red flags in this transitionary period. And you were arguing to just ignore them. And it was a sideshow. And let's give them more money to invest. And lo and behold, nothing had actually improved. Well, loads has improved. There, There is a, a strategic plan in place to actually grow the game. There is a, a request out for an investment. They actually had a really great idea about betting tax, right? They want to increase the levy on betting tax and spread the money through Irish sport. The vast majority of that would go to football because most of the people who bet in Ireland bet on football as opposed to horse racing. So I actually think that they've loads of good work done. Uh, Mark Cannon produced a document, he's the director of football, about how you're going to grow the women's game, how you're going to grow underage game and have a platform and, and professionalise the sport. So all that work is actually being done. And I think to equate them with the Delaney era, because there is this issue around 12 grand, is a conflation... And 900 and, grand. Uh, okay. 
Uh, did they not tell them that they were going to spend that money on paying down that debt? No, that's and not what that the money not, was given to them for. Is that not debt that we're all going to end up paying anyway? Yeah, arguably, that's not what the money paying. was given to them for. Um, okay, I, uh, loads of money, the same amount of money was given to the GA and the same amount of money was given to the IRFU as well. So let's let's see the committee parse uh, their mates in those organisations yeah, as, much, fair, as much as they're pace, parsing the, the FAI um so is this a red flag about investing in football or is actually football one of those things that is completely underrepresented in the houses of the Oireachtas and therefore underrepresented when it comes to the funding for local clubs? Like the we did a piece about the, the pitches up in St. Anne's Park. There are cars in St. Anne's Park. They do donuts. The kids can't play. There's nowhere for the boys and girls to play as a result of that. And it's specific to underage. This doesn't happen in GA clubs because GA clubs are protected and they've got their houses in order because for decades they've been well connected with the political system and that's a great thing that they were able to do and I think everybody um, Well they should, own their grounds so they're that. entitled to put gates up stop uh, how cars did, how did they get the in? money to own the grounds? That's because they're connected to the political system and they're given uh, grants to put up walls and you know, and they don't have to share with the rest of the community who are non-GA members uh, so like this isn't, a, this isn't a dig at the GA even though I see the GA people are getting defensive about it I can, I can feel the, the text coming in already Um my point is that what, what happened over the last week is a sideshow of partly of the FAI's making. In fairness, they mishandled this. The redacted documents that should have just said to the kid, whoever it is, you're going to have to uh, fall on your sword here. I got some extra money. It's bad. Like, why uh, Roy wasn't there to defend himself and exactly you know yeah. show up and, and um, act point on that. Anyway. So, look, I don't think Jonathan Hill is going to survive this. Yeah. Uh, but would you be would would you think a high caliber candidate who isn't just going to be a patsy for the board is going to come in now and take the job? No. So no. So, like, what do we want here? I don't know. I've I'm I don't care. I've bigger fish to fry. As a GA person, we're going to the Olympics. You know what I mean? That's that's the big story today. I can't believe we've left it this long to talk about it. Um, maybe maybe uh, loads of sports get in for one of those. Um, we are a demonstration sport. Yeah, I mean, they should be demonstrating some of our sports in this country where there's only single-figure numbers of clubs competing. Well, you have to... Fermanagh has like one club, Leitrim has two clubs. Even in Derry, where they're like actually decent at hurling, I think there's only eight hurling clubs. You have to I mean, close I, down hurling in those counties. Yeah, listen, anyway, what nonsense, the Olympics. Uh, Jerry Gilroy of Off The Ball, thank you very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy With Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.